that sucks. <sighs> oh, yeah. You. This episode of Real Garbage is brought to you by pulling a fast one on your teacher. Pretty awesome. This episode is also brought to you by putting a little paint on that old barn. Ooh, still got it. This is Real Garbage. This quarantine is making people weird. Yeah. Everyone's cleaning their houses out and just dumping their shit on the side of the road. I've seen that in a few spots. It's just a regular occurrence in Central Sandwich. Yep. But, Same in Sydney. Yeah. This old lady was um, dumping all of her garbage into the dumpsters over here. Just a van full of it. Just dragging shit out, leaving chairs and signs. And I'm, I'm looking oh at her like, Oh my God. Really? It's not, not my dumpster, so I don't get yeah, it. Yeah. But care. you're like, hey. I'm just thinking, like, like, who are you? This is broad daylight, too. <laughs> At least if I'm gonna leave something curbside, I wait till nighttime. Yeah, you have the courtesy and- <laughs> to like match the sketchy act with the appropriate time of day. Yeah, <laughs> it was a wine rack I got rid of. Mm. Yeah, I didn't need it, I didn't even use it. The thing was like this tall, had spots for 16 to 20 wine bottles. Who in their 30s has buys that much wine and doesn't just drink it right away? You can make it. I did once actually. It used uh, blackberry, blackberry. Oh wine. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I gave you some of that. Mm-hmm. But I guess this stuff is good. My grandparents' our garage is full of wine because my grandparents realized that with the amount that is consumed in our house, it's a lot cheaper to make and bottle it rather than go and buy a ten dollar bottle. We bottled a couple weeks ago sixty bottles, and it Ooh. came to like one eighty. So that's like twelve bucks a bottle. It's less than that, isn't it? How many bottles? Or like uh, sixty. 60 bottles. Yeah. Came to 180 bucks. Yeah. That's three bucks a bottle. Really? Yeah, your math is way off. I was... 12 bucks at 60 would be $720. What? Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, I just... The, my easy way of doing math? Yeah, I can't. I just, just chop it into little numbers. So if it's if it's 100 and... Let's say uh, 60 bottles yeah. at 12 bucks a pop. So mm-hmm. rather than thinking, what's 12 times 60? 12 times 6 yes, and then add a and zero. Yes, that's yeah. the way I do math in my head, and it works. Mm. It's worked really well for me so far. I sucked at math. I almost failed grade 12 math. Ooh. Mainly because the teacher oh. hated my brother <clears throat> and by default hated me for some reason. Oh, yeah. I'm like, that's, we're not the, that's right. We're not the same person. God. Dick. Anyway, I got like a 56. Pass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah barely. I find with the subject of math, the type of teacher you have is what makes or breaks your yeah your grade. Same with so, like biology, like sciences, because biophysics and chem, especially physics and chem, are like all about equations. So that's math. Um, but like for English, you know, you write essays, grammar, yeah. easy peasy lemon squeezy. English, I was good at. Yeah, it helps. Like. <clears throat> Any subject, having a teacher that, like, takes it upon themselves to make sure everyone understands it and they're not just finding one way to teach everyone. Mm -hmm. Like, obviously, you know, for any class, that'll make it flourish and be way better learning experience. But I found that specifically for, like, sciences and math, it, like, your grade could depend on what kind of teacher you have. Because I had a bio teacher and, like... 12th grade and a bio teacher in uni when I went and stark difference in like teaching style, stark difference in my grade. Well, just think about how many people 
how many people get out in, <clears throat> sorry, how many people go to school to become teachers? Mm-hmm. And then how many of those people go to school, live through the stress of it, blah, blah, work themselves to death, and then they get to, to teaching, and by that time they're like, blah, man. They're like, fuck it, I hate it here. <laughs> yeah, and then, like, you know, one out of, I don't know, let's say one out of five is going to be a really attentive, caring, awesome teacher. The rest are just going to be like, fuck this job. Yeah. Like we've all, I had a few teachers like that that just didn't give a shit. Mm-hmm. But I also had some teachers who were amazing. I yeah. remember um, Dean Bobier, my old, one of my English teachers. Shout out to Dean Bobier. He's <laughs> never going to see this ever. But he, that guy would make school so much fun. Like class was so much fun. I remember once when uh, Luke Marvin and Justin Hockley convinced him to let us watch Army of Darkness in class. Because they told him that it was an educational video about like a war, like a medieval war. I'm like, and he's like, yeah, bring it in. This is 1997. He starts playing it, and it's the he's shooting a fucking monster with a shotgun, like in the shop smart, shop s smart. You, have you seen Army of Darkness? Yeah. Okay, we get to one point where it's like a sweet one liner from Bruce Campbell, and and Bobier pauses it, and he goes. Are you serious, Justin? <laughs> really? And we're just laughing. We're like, we got you. And he's like, oh, I can't return the VCR now. <laughs> People are going to ask why. Yeah, just reluctantly <laughs> hits play and watches it. And he loved it. We had Because we had only oh, had 45 to 60 minute classes. Mm-hmm. So we had to watch that movie over two classes. Nice. It was hilarious. I'll never forget nice. that. I'm like, we totally just conned our teacher. You know, letting <laughs> us watch Army of Darkness when we were like 14 years old. I didn't. Nice. I say yeah. we as a collective yeah. class. Like, I'm Spartacus. No, I'm Spartacus. Right? I'm I'll take Spartacus. Of, I'll take some of the blame. <laughs> God, I'm like, I'm trying not to shave, trying not to trim my mustache because I want it to curl out and thicken up. But good God, I've eaten so much hair in the last 10 minutes. It's not <laughs> cool. It's coming in nice, though, I think. My yeah. Mom, my, my mom's, I sent her a video of a house we were working on. She's like, well, how long have you been growing the beard for? I'm like, oh. This is like Ages. a long time. Yeah. This grows so slow. I almost ordered a, a heated hair straightening comb for it, but I actually canceled the order on Amazon Good. because heat apparently is just terrible for your beard, even though yeah. even those things that are specifically made for it. I'm like, this thing's getting to 320 degrees Fahrenheit? Nope. That's too, too hot. Much. Too much. And everything I read was like somebody would use one or use a hair straightener, and then after just feel like their their beard was thin. And yeah. dead. It's like, well, yeah, because you heated yeah. it with 320 degree Fahrenheit that's heat. That's way too much. That's over, also, that's like 200 degrees Celsius. I don't even want to touch something that hot or have it anywhere no. near my face. No. Because like a and $30 Amazon ordered heat comb would be the something that would just malfunction and, and scar Yeah, me. you'd be Harvey Dent. <clears throat> oh, no, thank you. <laughs> Plus, a straight beard. Well, it's just because my hair is so crazy curly, right? But the hair, like beard hair and facial hair is so coarse that if you straightened it, it would be like... Well, that's the thing, right? You, you do it in a straight down thing. But like, I'm kind of training mine to... Because that's what I've read is just you train your yeah. hair to go the right way. Yeah. So I just put beard balm on it before you came over. And I'm kind of getting this sort of spiky, mm-hmm. pointy look. Just kind of going with my face. Little I don't know. dwarven. Is it? A little bit. Ah. I I spent the last uh, few days after like watching this movie, I was like, now for something I really enjoy. Loved the, what was the extended cut scene you sent me of the naked dwarves having yeah. a bath in Rivendell? Yes. So I was re-watching all three Hobbit movies, which I made this like mental note, and I said this to Brandon. When they first came out in 
2013, 2014, 2015. Oh, the Hobbit movies. I'm thinking yeah. Lord of the Rings. Not Lord of the Rings. That's too, that's too late. Um, when they first came out, I was so chapped that they turned the smallest Tolkien book into three movies. I was like, yep. what the actual fuck? Why would you do this? It's a money grab. But after re-watching each movie, I kind of like them split up because like whether you're a big fan of the Hobbit book or um, you read it once for school. Yeah, I have a copy in my car in case like my car breaks down. I'm like, well, <laughs> stuck in traffic. Yeah. Boom. Um, yeah. Like whether you read it in school, read it once and it piqued your interest and that's what brought you to the movies or you haven't even read it or you're a big fan like we are. Mm-hmm. I like... Regardless of it being the smallest book, I know with the Hobbit movies, they took a lot of liberties, especially like adding the female elf character, which I was met about. Female elf character, Radagast the Brown was not in the book. No, The Necromancer wasn't in the book. It was just mentioned, but he was not in the book. He was not prominent. Uh, They didn't even show Bjorn until the end, which is stupid because he's a major character. And And Thranduil was was just... Elf King. There was no Pale Orc nope. in the book either. Like they added so much shit. I remember sitting in theaters angry I know. watching it. I know. The only part that really brought me joy was Riddles in the Dark. I was just about to say that. I was like, when was... Smeagol and Bilbo were going back and forth with the riddles. Hell, when I did trivia at the bar, I like made a riddle one. Yeah. That um, was so that was so cool. When I remember sitting in theaters like, yeah, that's yeah. awesome looking at whoever I was with. Mm-hmm. But everything else just made me upset. Yeah. But I did like that they split it up because... No, that's even worse. Well, no, because I was thinking about it. I like watching Lord of the Rings... I know each movie is each book, mm-hmm. you know, but watching that like ever expanding journey over the three movies was really like fulfilling and it was just a journey, yeah. you know, and even though The Hobbit's one book, having it s- delegated in the same manner as the three Lord of the Rings movies, it kind of got the same feel. The first one, like Fellowship, was a lighthearted start of an adventure with a few dark moments. And the second one was them really getting into the thick of it, really getting into the evilness and the darkness, you know, uh, the Hobbit being with Smaug. And it's weird hearing people say because sm- sm- it's smog because sm- I always call him smog. Yeah, I can't call him smog because then I just I still call him smog. I feel like I'm talking about like the weather. Like, look at all that smog because it's like an auger. A U G E R. S M A U G. Smog. Smog. Auger. Smog. Smogger. It's the same thing. Same sound. It's the sound. That's what I'm saying. I guess. It was smog. It'd be like S M O W G. Okay. Because I look at that and say it's smoke. Smog. Anyway, is it smoke or um, smoke? with Lord of the Rings, it's the two towers going to Isengard. Um, and then, you know, Return of the King and Battle of Five Armies, the fighting. So I kind of like that they separated it. I still think it was a money grab because obviously oh, it, it was. It absolutely was. But like, like I said, they, they could have made that movie into just one three hour long movie. True. I don't know if they would have been able to cover. Well, maybe two movies then. Yeah. Like you could have had. You could have had the first movie being them uh, going to the Cave of the Trolls, Rivendell, Goblins, mm-hmm. and then getting to Bjorn's place. Yeah. And then maybe getting to the forest, to Mirkwood. 
Yeah. And maybe start the second movie in Mirkwood. Yeah. With, Mirkwood. Yeah. The the time of it being captured by the elves didn't have wouldn't have to be that long. Mm-hmm. Barrel rides out to the Long Lake. Yeah. And then they they make their assault, and then it's just bam. Or maybe, Fight. It could have been six hours. Yeah. 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 That's I'll agree it's with you in, on there. In my opinion. Yeah. Like it could have been two movies instead of three, but yeah. I I don't think they could have done it effectively in just one movie. I think if they did no. one movie, people would have been more pissed. Yeah, you missed this and you missed that. Yeah. So I don't know. I've, I've read that book. I bet you have mm-hmm. read that book 25 times. Yeah. It's so good. But back to the extended. So in... Um, Get back to where we started. Yeah. So in the extended versions, I purchased all three of the movies, all extended. They're each three hours long. <laughs> um. And I sent you this scene when the dwarves are at Rivendell and they're taking refuge. Um, um, <laughs> I love how all this started from me just going, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. dwarven. <laughs> um, Elrond and Nameless Elf are walking around and Nameless Elf's like, they're eating all our shit. People are complaining. When are they going to leave? And Elrond was like, pretty soon here and then you hear the dwarves like laughing and it's this huge fountain that the dwarves are all fuck all 13 of them are fucking nude and they're like three of them are stacked on top of each other and they're having fucking chicken fights in the fountain and one of them literally had his ass to the elves so some think about that someone had to cgi some fucking dwarf ass like peter jackson was like Right, yeah, I've got an idea. Uh, all 13 dwarves are gonna be in a fountain, they're all gonna be nude. Okay, you with me? Um, and they're gonna be chicken fighting, and they're just gonna be having a really good time. Now, who's gonna CGI that? And some guy's like, Yes, <laughs> he that guy goes to show him Peter Jackson, and he's like, I can't need more dwarf ass, please. Yeah, it's not enough dwarf um, ass, more naked dwarfs. And the naked dwarf asses uh, don't make them hairy at all. They've got a lot of hair on the face. They've got a lot of hair on the head. But those asses need to be completely fucking bald, mate. All right? So weird. So weird. <laughs> it's just like, because I, I, when you first sent me that, I was like, what, what is this from? I'm th- I thought it was Lord of the Rings extended. And I forgot. And oh, you yeah. were like. See, that's how much I hated The Hobbit. I'd forgotten that they made it. Yeah. Because like, I'm like, what movie is this thing? I'm like, oh, it's Lord of the Rings. Okay, cool. And then You're you like, Hobbit. I don't like, remember this. Wait a minute. Oh, yeah, that movie. Yeah. Ugh. I also, when I first saw um, Unexpected Journey and then the rest of them when they came out in 2012 and the other years respectively, I was like, oh, yeah. Like the, the like woman in me was like, ooh, hot dwarves. Like feeling Keely. I was like, they're fucking hot as fuck. And they then, are attractive. I'm yeah. Talking, yes, they are. And then rewatching it, it took me out of the movie experience, seeing like Balin and Dwalin and Thorin all being huge fucking burly, uh, like not Biffer, ugly. Buffer, Bomber, Feely, Keely, Ori, Nori, Dory, <laughs> Owen, Glowin, Glowin. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that was all. 13. I think so, yeah. Um, it was really, really distracting going from looking at like 
Biffer and Bofer and all of them and then looking at Feely and Keely because they looked like men like Keely literally looked like Aragorn and you could obviously tell that they they like I don't even think they put any prosthetics on him he was the only actor that they used his real facial hair which was just stubble yeah he didn't have a lot no and I was like it was really I was like oh it's 12 dwarves dwarves and Aragorn going on this adventure because Aragorn was like the rugged man candy of Lord of the Rings and I, oh, I remember as a kid, everyone was like, Legolas is so hot. And I'm like, what about man. Aragorn? Yum. He's man. Like, He's man. He's I'm a ranger. And I'm like, yum. <laughs> He's the kind of guy that you want to like take on a jungle expedition if you have to go on one yeah. to like hunt down blood orchids or something like yeah. they do in this stupid movie, the yeah. sequel to Anaconda. Anaconda's does hunt for the blood orchid. Yep. Hunt for the, yeah, hunt hunt for for the, the blood oh, orchid, baby. So I, he would have like, been a good bushwhacker. A bushwhacker. Bushwhacker. It's 2004 sequel to the hit Anaconda. From 1997. Was it 97? Yeah. Wow. So they couldn't get J-Lo, obviously. No, she was too big by 2004. I wonder what she thinks if you were to be like, what do you think Anaconda? Or she just looks back and goes, ugh. <laughs> I don't know. It did have Ice Cube in it. Mm-hmm. Ice and Cube John was... Voight. And Owen Wilson. That's right. Forgot Voight was in there. Yeah. He Boy. did a really good, like, creepy evil guy. I still can't believe that John Voight is Angelina Jolie's dad. Yeah. Like, that, that weirds weird? me out. <laughs> like, how did that guy produce, like, that woman? It must have been a hot mom. Yeah. Because you look at Voight and you're like, okay, I can see the features of his in Angelina Jolie for sure. But they're way better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It just happens. It's genetics. Yeah. She won the lottery. So I was thinking, like, this because there was only one anaconda in the first one. Yeah. And then I, I see anacondas. My first note is, oh, I'm guessing there's going to be multiple snakes. Yeah. And yeah, there is. A bunch. So would you like to explain to our viewers and listeners what this movie is about? Oh, yeah. Okay. So in Anaconda, uh, a bunch of scientists discover a blood orchid that grows in the Amazon. And they realize that it could be the end-all, be-all to diseases. So they get money to go on this exposition to get it when it's in bloom. And a bunch of scientists go to Borneo. I don't think that's the Amazon. Sorry. I... Yeah. It, no, it's like, it's not the Amazon. No. It's the Amazon I just realized, South America, right? Yeah, I just realized. I was like, no, it's Borneo. And I was like, that's... Anyway, they go to Borneo. <laughs> fucking in the Amazon. I don't know. Tell don't, me. Do they say Amazon? I don't know. I don't think they do. I don't know. I, I, just, I don't think it's just jungles. I just see giant jungle and I'm like, that's the Amazon. It's gotta it wasn't, be it. it wasn't on fire though So it couldn't no. be the Amazon True The Amazon's still burning <laughs> folks I know Let's not forget um, Anyway so they go on the expedition <sighs> To oh, get God. this blood orchid And of course they run into some anacondas My anaconda don't no. My, My anaconda, anaconda don't Want you to take the <laughs> blood orchid fool Ooh. But it just <laughs> uh, It starts right off Like okay we get a quick clip Of these uh, pygmies running through the jungle Hunting We don't know what they're hunting Yeah just stuff. I I was assuming it was a tiger because the tiger like leaped oh, yeah. away, but it's never really said what they're hunting. Yeah. So they and then they right off the bat, I'm like, wow, they waste no time. Boom, CGI snake eating this guy. And and the snake seems to like again. I always find it fascinating how these B movies have uh, all the bad guys have like this sense of timing. Yeah. The villains like he the snake like, could have eaten him at any point in time, but instead it's like, nah, I'm gonna go. 
up above him maybe instead mm-hmm. and, and then dangle myself over him and I'm going to wait till he looks up and yeah. then I'm going to bite him. Yeah. The same as that stupid thing in that dumb movie we watched on the train car. Oh, derailed. Derailed. Yeah. Ugh, that thing just like, oh, I'm going to wait till he looks up and then and, rah, yeah. pick him up. Yeah. Like, no, just eat him. And right off the bat, my first thought was, um, why is the CGI in this 2004 movie so much worse than it was yeah. In 1997. It was way worse. I was, right off the bat, I was like, I'm offended. The anaconda in the first one actually looked like, okay, that could be a real snake. Yeah. It's pretty big, pretty scary. Well, I, um, because anacondas are freaking huge in real life. So the in the first anaconda, they tried to like make it to scale or they didn't try to exaggerate Mm-hmm. The size of it too much. But this one, they were like, fuck it. Was the size of a bus? Yeah. It was a little bit big. Well, all of them were because there was a whole bunch. Yeah. So now we flash back to the city where we meet our main characters. Mm-hmm. And right off the bat, this guy's talking. He's like, we found this blood orchid and it's going to give us long life and blah, blah, blah. But it only has two more weeks. I'm like, did you just find it? Yeah. Did you just start your... Pre- like, yeah. you're like, oh, shit. Because he said, because he's like, it, 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 every seven years it blossoms for six months. Mm-hmm. So if you had just found out about this, then you, I think you'd be planning, a sensible person would plan for seven years down the road. Yeah. And make it like we've got everything we need. We've got air support. We have, we've double checked that there's cell service in Borneo, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. Not, hey, we have two weeks and we got to go like now. Yeah. And Come on, give us your money. And they're like, oh, okay, fine, fine then. And they just agree to it. It's like, no, that doesn't make any sense. Like, why not? Well, I guess you, you need the time constraint. But they still could have made this movie better, I think, having this set up right at the start of the six-month blooming period. They're like, hey, yeah. we've got this thing that's going to allow us to live forever. So let's prepare this. Like, Then they're like, okay, cool. You can convince us. That's enough time. Here's mm-hmm. some money. Let's get it in order. And then you can even have a, get, just have a, a better story, more, um, more higher stakes. Yeah. Because you've planned it all. Maybe there's more stuff you can lose and there's, mm-hmm. there's more at stake. It's like there's more money involved. And yeah, rather than two fucking weeks. Yeah. Cause like, thrown together like a project you forgot about. Because we instantly just end up in Borneo. And I'm like, oh, wow. They're, they're wasting no time in this movie. And then the annoying like pretentious side of me when he was like it's perennia immortalis i was like how the fuck does that translate to blood orchid in latin it does that's literally really the latin name for it and i'm like wow what the hell i would have thought like what um what is it perennial perennia immortalis immortalis that to me is like uh uh pink not blood orchid that's pink like- Im- pink well, uh, a, like a perennial is a flower that comes back every year, right? No, that's an a, that's an annual. <laughs> <laughs> I think perennials are just like the, the a shape. I should know this. I'm a landscaper. Well, <gasps> Your job. I, I fake it. <laughs> but I, and then the immortalis is like never ending. Like yeah, ever, but it everlasting. Ends. It ends in six months. That's so silly. See right there. There's just so many Come holes. Come on, Latin. So many holes in the premise. Fuck. Figure out your names. And of course, they are the characters. Are so, oh yeah, there was a uh, Gale and Gord. Fuck Gale! Like this is a prime example that we've talked about before. Like male writers not knowing how to write female characters, aside from one being the lovable tomboy that's cute and innocent and everyone loves, and one being a really annoying shrew. Ooh. 
uh, J-Lo wannabe annoying shrew. Yeah. Because it was weird. I made this comment to you mm-hmm. that it's when I was watching this movie, I'm like, okay, she kind of looks like J-Lo at the start. They're as, like, we need someone Hispanic. Well, as the story went on, they made her look more and more like J-Lo. There was yeah. a couple points where I went, whoa. I thought it actually was J-Lo. Mm-hmm. And it actually kind of sounded like her, too. I was like, what the yeah. heck was that? So that one I felt was kind of strange. And I hate when sequels do that. I know. They try to get actresses or actors that look like the people that played the characters in the first one. Like, why? Just... No. Create new characters if the old ones don't want to come back. Yeah, anthology, that shit. Like, it just, it pisses me off that... Or just kill them off like they did in G.I. Joe. Yeah. Like, oh, shit, where's Channing Tatum going? Dead. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the Rock movie. And then, like, right off the bat, there's so much animosity between Gail and everyone and it's so annoying you're rooting for her to get eaten by a giant snake well i thought it was sexual tension between her and her and gordon well yeah that was because like i'm like oh she's already at him and they've been there for like five minutes yeah so i'm like okay they're they're gonna fuck later and And oh yeah they do that's right they do all right my prediction was correct (laughs) totally forgot and then they meet jin soon aka johnson um was that what that yeah, oh. he's like he was like the name's Bill Johnson, but Jin Soon's easier to pronounce. I'm like, okay. I must have zoned out at that point. <laughs> I did watch this like because we were on hiatus because mm-hmm. I got strep throat. Yeah, that sucked. Oh, it was so funny too. It was like Monday night last week. I'm talking on the phone to, to my friend back home, and um, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm you know my immune system's great. I've been sick and sick in a long time, and as I'm on the phone, I'm like. <clears throat> <clears throat> I was kind of getting sore. Like, oh, oh no. man. And then within an hour, I'm like, block. I thought I had tonsillitis. So the next day I went to the doctor and they're like, yeah, they give me a they swab. Well, swab for strep. And then they gave me the COVID swab too. Mm. Uh, I hope nobody ever has to get that. Oh, because no, they go right up they there. They jam it into your fucking brain. Like yeah. right up the nostril. And she goes, this is going to be a little uncomfortable. And, like, and she's like, okay, <laughs> that doesn't sound that bad. Tilt your head back and... Like it felt like it hit the back of my freaking eyeball. Oh. Yeah. And then she pulls it out, and I'm like, oh, kind of gag a little bit. And then, like, my eyes start watering up. Oh. I'm like, what, is, what was that? <gasps> so that was no fun. But uh, the next day, I get a call, and he's like, You're COVID like, free. You don't, you don't have COVID, but you have strep throat. I'm like, Okay, relax, buddy. It sounded like he was having a hell of a day. I was like, He's like, So um, there's an interesting fact. If you get strep, and you don't get on antibiotics because mm-hmm. you don't need antibiotics to get rid of strep throat. Mm-hmm. But if you don't go on antibiotics, you're contagious for three weeks. Whoa. Three weeks. So I'm guessing that's probably how I got it. Yeah. Somebody else had it, went yeah. to the grocery store, used the pin pad, and I had to use my, my MasterCard doesn't tap, so I had to oh, I'd put nice. numbers in, and I just didn't wash my hands when I got home. And then oh, yeah, like later on that day, I was like, oh, <clears throat> that's not good. Yeah. So I'm on amoxicillin. So I'm like, that's good. I'm not contagious, which is great. I've been hanging around with people and they're fine. Um, where was I going with this? Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. I watched this. I watched this like the oh. day before that. or No, I watched it that day or the next day. It was mm-hmm. Tuesday. So it's been a little while. So I forgot a couple things. And then the dialogue where Johnson's like, I'll take you up the river for 50 grand. And she's like, 50 grand? Are you high? Yeah. Like, what were they expecting? Also, you're going to Borneo to try and go up a river in the middle of the rainy season. Yeah. Also, you're dealing with a huge pharmaceutical company, which Gail is a part of. She was sent to oversee, like, the scientists and stuff. So 
this is probably a multi-million dollar funded project and you're like, 50 grand? Yeah, what's we're 50 done. grand? What's 50 grand? Like, shut <laughs> up, <laughs> She's Gail. like, yeah, we're not doing this now. Yeah. It's like, uh, yeah, you are. So... And- I Sorry. wrote that guy has a huge mouth. Yeah, I was like, oh, that guy has a huge mouth. Does have a very wide mouth. Like, you know how people are like, Julia Roberts has a big mouth. This guy could eat Julia Roberts whole. Julia Roberts' face is. I remember being really high on mushrooms once with my friend Tyler, laughing watching Ocean's Eleven, because I we just kept going Skeletor. Because <laughs> <laughs> her face, is, when you're on mushrooms, it's even bigger, and her mouth is wide enough already. Oh no! Skeletor. <laughs> just, oh my goodness. And we went out to the barn and almost got attacked by a horse. It's pretty cool. It's a story for another time. Yeah. What was up with Sam's accent? I know. She ah. she was like, she was had a big southern drawl sometimes, and then she'd be like. Yeah, no accent. Another yeah. like this happened in another movie we were just watching. Furious. Fast and Furious, yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure that hers was a real accent too. Oh, really? I feel sorry for people who have accents. I guess we have accents. I'm sure people watching this right now are like, you goddamn Canadians. Yeah, when I was in the States, uh, my Uber driver told my friend and I that he liked our accents. And we were like, what? See, my buddy and I went to <laughs> California in 2017. We were in California. Yeah, we were asked, we, people were asking us where the places to go were. Well, they talked to us for a little bit. And be like, hey, will you guys like, you recommend any good places to go around here? We're like, we're not from here. And they're like, what? Yeah, we're not from here. Everybody thought we were from there. Like, oh, we you sound were. just like you're from here. I'm like, well, I, oh, cool. Right cool. on, sweet. California, Cause, dude. Because I noticed, I noticed the Canadian accent. Mm. I like, I, if I listen to somebody and I hear a boat. Mm. A boat. I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. It's about. Like, about. If, like uh, the American would be like, about. 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 Yeah. It's about five, six. But a, a boat. We say a boat. Yeah. I'm like, when did it, when about. did it go from a boot to a boat? I know, right? What the fuck? It, our mouths got lazy. We I went from being like a boat to a boat. It's really weird. Because I don't even catch it when I edit these. I'm like, I, I'm going to have to pay attention to it now. I'm going to hear yeah. and go, Ugh, Or like, what are you um, talking about? The Uber guy in California, he asked my friend and I if we like Greek food. And we were like, oh, yeah. And he just started killing himself laughing. Like he was like dying and he was like i'm really sorry like i'm not laughing at you guys it's just your accent's so funny and we were like oh yeah we were (laughs) we weren't we didn't like we weren't exaggerating he was like because her and i all day were talking about greek food all day and we were like fuck like where the hell can we get really good greek food like in california we have no idea where we are like we're going to fucking disneyland they don't have greek food um And then we were in this Uber and we were asking this guy like yummy places to go eat food. And then he brought up Greek food and we looked at each other and we're like, hell yeah. And he was telling us about this place and he's like, do you guys like Greek food? And we were so excited. We were like, oh yeah. (laughs) And he was just like, (laughs) he's like, uh, fuck it. I can't. Oh yeah. We were like, oh yeah, bud. Greek food. See, that's a, like a Dakota accent, like a North Dakota accent. North Dakota. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. bud. <laughs> but I did work I worked with this one girl last year who was like that, like that stereotypical Canadian accent. You just did. Oh, how was your weekend? Oh, it was good. I had such a good time. <laughs> just had a lot of fun. Had some friends over. Over. What are you talking like that for? What's wrong with you? Okay, I had one question. What? How did they plan on, like, to, they've never seen the flower. Mm-hmm. No, there's the, only seen a picture of it. 
How are they finding it? Like they're, I know they they have no like. Buddy's got the GPS thing to map out the the, the river to it, but he doesn't. Nobody's like this is exactly where it's going to be. They're just like we got to get there, and I'm like, yeah. oh, like did I miss something? Where was the plan? The planning no. phase when they're like this is exactly where it is, or this is where we think it is, and we're going to search this vicinity. I'm like, how do you find one flower? And how like, how do you even know there's more than one? It's just the plot hole. <laughs> <sighs> Like, you could Classic. be looking for one flower. All right, okay, we're on the boat now. And then, yeah, we're on the boat, and Gail, once again, proves herself to be an enormous bitch because Sam's stuff was claimed on that bed. Oh, yeah. And she takes it and throws it outside. And I'm like, how petty are you? Cunt. Like, you could, ugh. Like, it's just, once again, being like, all right, let's play it up. We're going to have Gail be just on. Oh, just the worst. Well, and then absolutely freaks out at, at a, a monkey. monkey. At a it's, capuchin monkey. You're in the jungle. He's so cute. Yeah. Kong. Yeah. Kong. And, and then rightfully so, Bill is like, you are guests. He lives here. You are guests. He lives yeah, here. Yeah, he had such a deep That's voice. That's Kong. Welcome <laughs> to the boat. It's going to be 50 grand. I'll take you up the river. But if I say so, we're not going, and you're still paying. Actually, he had a great voice. Yeah, it was so buttery. For video games, he'd be a great Ooh. video game. He probably is. He's probably I'm like I'm sure if we look it up, it's like yeah. voiceover actor. He should be. He should be. That guy was like, how was he so jacked? I know. Like okay, okay. like what are you? I guess he's bushwhacking on his boat. Like he seems like he just he runs a boat. Yeah. We didn't really get a lot of backstory from him. We didn't get backstory from anyone. No. Another one of those movies where you just don't care about the characters because you don't understand them. No. Nope, and don't they're all just them. greedy fucks. Classic. Duh. So, yeah. Oh, oh, I have to say, there's no way I could shit through a hole in the bottom of a boat. Nope. She's like, that's the bathroom. I'm like, no. No, it's not. Spe- like over a river. Yeah. A, a jungle river where uh, I, just, I would be freaking the hell oh, out. Oh, I would too. Just imagine there's like giant spiders under the boat crawling. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. yeah. Uh, or a piranha like jumps up and bites your balls. Gator, a hippo, <laughs> hippo just drags you through the hole. Oh, Those things God. are crazy. I heard the other day that they they hippos they don't eat you because I think they're just uh, herbivores. But if you come into their territory, they will like I'll grab you, you and pull you underwater because they can hold their breath for up to six minutes. Ooh, so you just, die twice. Dr- yeah, they just drown you. I'm like, bro, I can't hold my breath for like 30 seconds. Yeah, no. I would die a dozen times. And then Gail, once again, proves just how much of a bitch she is because she is terrified of Kong and she runs and Gordon is like, grabs her and is like, oh, like, are you okay? And she's like, get off me and like hits him. And yeah. I'm like, okay, oh, we're, oh, this is, this is the kind of character we're going to deal with all fucking movie. Goddamn J-Lo wannabe bitch. <laughs> Oh, yeah, and then she was talking... Okay, so it's nighttime, and her and Sam are talking about um, the work and all this mm. shit, and they're in the, like, captain's quarters or whatever. And... <laughs> Gail is, like, talking down to Sam about, like, the position she's in and how she came to get this job. And then she makes a comment, and she's like... Oh, yeah, must be just a generational thing. I looked it up. Fucking (sighs) Gail was born in 67 and Sam was born in 75. They're both part of Generation X. What the fuck do you mean it's a difference of generation? 
Are you kidding? And she was accusing Sam of like sleeping her way to the top. Like if you're a powerful p- person, part of this pharmaceutical company and you didn't sleep your way to the top, then you know it's possible. So why the fuck are you going after her being yeah. like, you slept your way to the top? Like she's a research grant person. That's like Thanks, she's just being bitchy. Yeah. Well, again, this just it's talks character. about her character. Yeah, she's terrible. Yeah, I was And just bad writing. Yeah. It's just bad writing. It's like you're cr- trying to create conflict between your characters, but it's just weak. Plus, if some woman came at me and was like, you're where you are because you slept your way to the top, I'd throw her off the fucking boat. Well, first I'd go, <laughs> I'd go, where do you think I am? Yeah. I thought you mean like you, like right now. You slept your way to the top. You slept your... What? You yeah. Slept. I really needed the bartending job. <laughs> I really wanted other... I really wanted to work two jobs. So I, I really fucked wanted everybody. to be in financial poverty. <laughs> I really like the quarantine. I fucked my way right into quarantine. <laughs> it's easy. I could teach you how. So, uh, yeah, the monkey gets left behind. Oh, yeah, because he, he goes after some fruit. And then we get a fake out that we think he's going to be eaten. Well, and this, this monkeys are smart. I don't think he's dumb enough to jump on a piece of fruit and just hang there while the boat leaves him. Yeah. I, who knows? I don't know monkeys. <laughs> I'm not a zoologist or a... Monkeyologist. Monkeyologist. Is that the term? No. No. A- an apologist. <laughs> orangutanologist. But he's not an ape because he has a tail. Oh, yes. So he's a marsupial? Uh, yeah. Wait. I got to watch some nature shows. I need to brush up. I got to watch some BBC, some Planet you Earth. You need some David Attenborough. I do. The Great Three-Tone Sloth. Mm. Here we have. If you're ever sick, it's the best thing to listen I to. Know. Well, you just lay on the couch and, oh, David Attenborough, let me to sleep. I always just think of him slipping in like, they spared no expense. Because his brother was... Um, oh, his, Richard Richard Attenborough? Yeah. I didn't realize they were brothers. Yeah. Oh, shit. That's I know awesome. one is the Jurassic Park guy and talks about, like, you know, stuff in the past, and then his brother narrates the present. I wonder if David Attenborough was narrating when Jurassic Park was made. Ooh. Had to have been. Maybe. And I wonder if him narrating in the cars, in the vehicles, I wonder if that was kind of like a like an homage to his brother. <laughs> We need to look this up. Yeah. <laughs> we will have the facts for you later. Yeah. Oh, I'm. This is where I made a list of everyone. Ah. Ja- Jack, accent boy. Gail, bitch. <laughs> Cole, big mouth. His name is Cole. Cole. Gordon, uh, guy fights. They, they call him two things. It's Gordon, and they also it's Gordon and something else. What's his first name? Oh, his first name's his... Gordon. They, they call him by Gordon, and then also by his last name, which I don't know. Yeah, because they're they call him. Like his last name for the last half of the movie. Mm-hmm. It's weird. I'm like, why are you guys calling him that? I know. Uh, guy that fights Gale. Sam, accent girl. Ben, doctor. Bill, boat. Tran, whittler. Because <laughs> he was the one making the wood carving. Yeah, what is that guy's role? <laughs> I guess Tran's he's a skipper. Role. He doesn't really seem to do much. He was asleep when the boat crashed. <laughs> they all were. All useless. I'm like, who's driving this thing? Bill. Well, not crashed, I guess. Got them into a bad place. (laughs) Yeah, because all of a sudden they're like, look at all this debris. And then all of a sudden, uh uh-oh, the water is moving too fast. And then, Mm -hmm. oh, shit. But I I get ahead of us. Yeah, and then all of a sudden you see Gail and Gordon coming out of the bedroom. And that's when I'm like, they fucked finally. Maybe she's going to stop being such a bitch. Okay, you're in the jungle. You're in the jungle on a strange boat you've never been on. Mm -hmm. Don't lean on something. That, that could be that a you door. you can't trust. Yeah. 
Yeah, and she's like, like, can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? I'm not going to put my hand on my screen door and be like, nah, this will hold. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's just senseless. And then she falls in, and then I was excited. I was like, the anaconda's coming because in the original one, Owen Wilson jumped in the water to get his girlfriend because she fell in the water, and he jumped in to get her out, and then the anaconda ate him. So I was like, call back. Gail's getting eaten. I figured this point we'll get an introduction to it. Just, nope. a, little, just a little taste. It is a crocodile. But so uh, J Lo, Gail had cut Gail-o. herself. Gail had cut herself at one point. Oh Because yeah. I made a remark that she had an open wound when she fell in the river. Oh yeah. She would have died from something. Yeah. Before this something expedition got in ended. There. Yeah. There was some sort of bacteria. Mm-hmm. How there's millions of unknown bacterial strains that we don't understand. Yeah. And viruses like Corona. That are yeah. This <laughs> shit that like the, I read this stat. It's like we keep burning down the Amazon and cutting it down. More shit's gonna come out and fuck us up. Yep. And it's true. But this, I'm just thinking like you die. You get dysentery or something. Oh, totally. Fucking tapeworm and crawl in there. You be you be toast. But she comes out. Nope. She's fine. Almost gets eaten by an alligator. And then Bill saves her. He jumps in there and he fights a gator in the water. I know. And the gator is doing like the 360 the log death roll. row. Yeah. The death row. And Bill's just riding him like a fucking bull at a bar. That, that just seemed outrageous. Like mm-hmm. Bill's a badass. Yeah. There's no way you're going to. And he's like stabbing it in the mm-hmm. head. And then he, once it's dead, he goes after and grabs his knife. Like, calm Come down, on. Bill. Calm that, that, yeah, that was a bit ridiculous. But we're just made to believe that this character is just hardcore. Mm-hmm. And then when they get back on the boat and she Gail stops freaking out, the gator gets snatched by the anaconda. Oh, yeah. And I love that um, he just, he spends like a minute in the water afterwards. Mm-hmm. He kills the gator, then he's just like, meh, just kind of chills out. Yeah. But I'm like, I'm like I, would, I would be scrambling so hard to get out. I, would not, I wouldn't get in the water. Mm-hmm. She fell in and be like, well. Bye. Later. You were a your, bitch anyway. Your gator lunch. Yeah. Because there's so much spooky shit in the jungle. Mm-hmm. I don't even like being in a, in like a swimming in a river around here where I there's know. like salmon and yeah. that's Hell, about it. In the, in the Amazon and stuff, there's a, I don't know the real name for it, but there's the pee hole fish where if you yeah. pee, it gets attracted to the warmness and climbs up your pee hole. Yeah, no and thanks. parks it there. No thanks. Yeah, no. Yeah, I don't want that. I just, I'm just never going to go in the jungle. I'll, I'll look at it from afar. Yeah. The only way I would go into the jungle is if I was with An somebody. Expert. Yeah. Like, like a couple of jungle experts. Yeah. People that live out there. Yeah. Like, okay, cool. And then not have to spend the night. Because I used to Ooh, watch Survivor no. Man. Survivor Man spend a night in the jungle. No, no. thank you. Never. So, ever, ever. So Kong is now alive. He comes back. Yes. And everyone's like, yes. And I loved, like, in, in and amongst all this, um, that Ben dude is just throwing himself at Sam. Like, listen, we can just do it. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. No strings attached. She's so like, forward. No strings. And he's like, no, I mean, marry me. Like, Jesus Christ, buddy. But then um, Jack's trying to get in there, too. Yeah, everyone is. And then Bill? Yeah. Eventually, I'm like, Jesus Christ, woman. I, I know. Everyone. And I'm like, it's the accent, I bet. It's the horrible accent. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, another, uh, yeah, so he's like, man, it's too rainy. We can't do it. I'm not taking you guys in there. And Jack's like, another 50 grand. Yeah. And he's like, all right, cool. All right. Sweet. I'm like, wow, just like that. Yeah. See, there you go. Pharmaceutical money. Mm-hmm. Pharmaceutical company money. Pharmaceutical. And then they wake up. 
all of a sudden, just yeah, they're all sleeping. I'm like, who's yeah, who's driving the boat? And all of a sudden, like, and they're heading towards a waterfall. Heading towards a waterfall, debris in the water, and then he's like, shit, the rudder's jammed. And then all of a sudden, he goes back to the engine and he goes, oh, we blew the head gasket. I'm like, wait, what? Is it the rudder or the head gasket? <laughs> you blew a head gasket. That thing doesn't work anymore at all. You're just you're screwed. Like, yeah. and then it's funny because he's like, we blew the head gasket. He runs back up and like, punch it. I'm like, how did you punch it? You blew the head gasket and the rudder. So yeah. this, like, because I blew the head gasket on my old Sunfire once, and that thing just, I'm driving down the road, all of a sudden, white smoke pouring out of the hood, and then blah, 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 it just oh. died. And I was like, uh, I don't know what happened. Called my buddy, and I said, this is what happened. He goes, oh, that's the head gasket. He goes, that's like a $3,000 fix. I'm like, well, called the tow truck, picked it up, scrapped it, and brought me my license plate the next day. I'm like, all right, well, done with that car. Oh, my God. Sunfire had a good life. After I spent two grand... Getting an outer province safety done. That mm. sucked. Then it died. I was like, you piece of you shit. You motherfucker. Yeah, they go over a waterfall. Now. <laughs> They'd all be dead. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody would be alive. No. There's no broken bones, no scars, no cuts, no injuries, no sprains, no strains, nothing. No concussions, no yeah. drowning, no impalement. Because that was a big waterfall. A that big was... waterfall in a rickety old wooden boat. Yeah. That destroyed on impact. <laughs> no, they're all alive. It was like a popsicle stick house falling on a rock. Just yeah. And everyone's fine. They're like, oh, man. Okay. And then they, they salvage. Walk it off. Yeah, they salvage some shit. And they're yeah. like, all right, well, we're going to have to bushwhack straight through here. Let's do it. And then they're in that body of water, whether it's a lake or Ugh. a river or whatever. Yeah, waist deep in jungle water. Nope. Nope. And then the snake is like slithering around them. Now, anacondas alone. That aren't ginormously exaggerated in movies are like thirty feet long, or something. They're That's fucking a long huge. Snake. You would feel that. My apartment is, I want to say, like twenty feet. Maybe okay, twenty, yeah. maybe twenty-two feet. Yeah, this would be an anaconda. Corner to corner, yeah. Yeah. Longer, it would be even longer. Yeah. And probably. Oh, thick. Yeah. She be thick. With two C's. Yeah. <laughs> so you would feel that. Like, imagine, think about this. When you're swimming, you can feel like a swimmer coming past mm-hmm. you, or you can feel because of the waves. Are you telling me not one of them is feeling th- the way the water's being forced around yeah. by this 30? It probably weighs like a thousand pounds. Yeah. Or more because they make it look huge. Yeah. It's 80 feet long. Yeah, that pissed me off. I was like, nobody's fucking feeling this giant snake slither in between them because they're all in close quarters because they're like, don't separate. We might get picked off. Well, especially that that small amount of water. It's a, it's a lot of water, but it's low. Mm-hmm. So you would think that would be making the the grass sway too, mm-hmm. and the water actually ripple. Like yeah, it would be, it would would be, would be still. You'd, you'd hear like like splashing on stuff, and be like, yeah. "Uh, what's going on?" And yeah, nobody picks up on it. No. Nope. And then of course Ben goes underwater, and, and Ben's she's like, like <gasps> she's like, "Oh, dun, dun. Come on, knock it off. Stop playing around. It's yeah. like you, you guys should be a little more scared than that. If I'm in waist deep Amazon water and someone is disappeared and underwater, I would not think that were a joke. Well, at, at any point, would I think, funny joke, Ben, cut it out? I'd be like, he's dead. Well, and nobody would in their right mind play that prank on someone. That's no. just stupid. Like it, it's scary. Mm-hmm. It's a scary enough environment already and you just almost died. Yeah. Well, it's maybe not 
pretend to die or yeah, pretend you, to get dragged under by something. Yeah, you've already experienced the crocodile and the waterfall, and now you're like, duh, duh, duh. Uh, yeah. Fuck you, Ben. And of course, the doctor goes first. Mm-hmm. Of course. Well, they but they, they don't need the they, doctor anyway. And they didn't use him for anything. Yeah, because they all survived that waterfall. You've lost everything already. Okay, mm-hmm. let's just maybe not worry about it because mm-hmm. you don't have enough food to get there. You have, you're. You don't have a way to get there now. Yeah, you're in the fucking jungle in rainy season. You're going to drown before anything happens. Yep. No way to start fires. Mm-hmm. Well, they had a flare gun, but they forgot about it till the end. No, um, they, they got the flare from the other crashed boat. Because after their boat oh, went over yeah, the yeah. waterfall, they called... John. Um, Bill called his Aussie friend. But in the midst of this, there's a they find a leech on the back of Cole's neck. Uh, and then he has his whole back sick. covered in leeches. Leeches freak me out. You ever had one on you? Yeah. Yeah, I've had a couple on me. I, I, yeah, I remember uh, my grandparents had a lake property in Alberta. And we would like go tubing and every summer and spend basically three months out there. And like there would be leeches in there occasionally and oh they freak me out especially because some of my family members were those freaks that opened their water open their eyes underwater yeah. i i can do that in chlorine water no problem it'll burn a little but yeah you know, that's fine but not in dirty lake water or people who open their eyes in the ocean i'm like salt water fucked. in your eyes you're fucked burns yeah burns hard and I would always feel like they're going to come out of the lake one day with a leech on their fucking eyeball. Ew. Yeah. I'd be pulling that thing off right quick. And then the boot spider, the stone oh. spider. So they, uh, but, he almost, uh, but he almost puts his boot back on. He's like, wait, hold on. Tran stops him, pulls the spider out, and then they like contain, they put it in a container mm. for later because you know it's going to come back. That I remember watching this movie on TV probably in like 2005. Because at the time you had to wait a year until they're on TV. And I remember watching this and still, if I am camping or my shoes have been outside, I always check my shoes before I put them on. I do sometimes. I should do that more often though. But I haven't, I haven't had anything bite me yet. I'm scared. But yeah, we flashed to John driving his boat. He's drunk, which and to then, me seems like a horrible idea in the jungle when you're driving yeah. a boat. Seems a horrible idea in general. And he gets eaten by an anaconda. Yeah, the anaconda waited until he was done his phone call. Ugh. Again, this whole idea of animals and the, the mean animals having senses a sense of timing. It's like, oh, I'm going to wait yeah. till he's done. Yeah. I'm going to get him in the middle of that. No, because then people will be like, something's up. And I love how his boat just explodes. Like, there's, yeah. there's no indication of it being loaded down with explosives or fuel or anything like that. It just explodes. Mm-hmm. He's like, probably because that alcohol. Oh, because of the bottle of booze <laughs> that fell and broke. I love that they because like we cut away back to the other the other crew of people and it's like, mm-hmm. like what was that? Yeah, Dear huge gosh. explosion. Like like yeah, massive enough to see over over the, the, over trees. the trees. Oh, it's seven o'clock. Oh, I was wondering. Ding, I was ding, like, ding, what ding, the ding. fuck is that? It. I feel like um, I got a funny idea. It's a conspiracy idea. Hmm. That the seven o'clock noise is actually, they just want to get everybody making enough noise to cover up the sound and then putting up another 5G tower. Another what? 5G tower. 5G tower. You're not, what? How have you not heard about? So there's 3G and 4G. Yeah, now I know what now, 5G now is. Now 5G is a new network. And yeah. you haven't heard of this conspiracy? No. So the one I just told you, I just made up. Mm-hmm. But the, the conspiracy that people actually believe right now 
is that the 5G towers are responsible for coronavirus. That they actually think that the, the 5G towers are giving off a signal that's making people sick with COVID-19. They were actually dumping jet fuel and lighting them on fire onto 5G towers in Britain. I think it was Britain. Yeah, people are climbing up, dousing them in jet fuel. I'm not, I don't know where they're getting the jet fuel. Yeah. And then lighting them on fire. Wow. This is the this is the craziness we live Why with. Why are people so fucking stupid? I hate that they share our resources and breathe our Five- air. <gasps> oh my god! Wow, Brandon, you're gonna be so proud of me. Um, he was watching this video the other day because he loves learning things for fun. What a freak! No, <laughs> keep it up, Brandon. We need people like you. Um, no, he was watching. Um, about like 5G networks and how powerful or non-powerful they are. 5G networks, um, are on the same side of radio frequencies that microwaves are, meaning they're really, really low. Yeah. AM and FM frequencies for radios have, have more power than the 5G. Interesting. There you go, babe. Interesting, people. So if you think those are giving you coronavirus, then your microwave is too. Well, just the, the fact that people thought that, and then the stat came out that said there are only five countries in the world right now that have 5G towers. And Every country in the world is coronavirus. Yeah. So figure that one out. So shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. Yeah. But that seven o'clock noise is done. Wow. All right. So they found Liv- Livingston. That was the guy's name. Right. John oh my Livingston. god. <laughs> my note: Livingston is Deadingston. <laughs> Deadingston. They, I'm hilarious. They, yeah, they find his body all mangled, and then yeah. uh, they find that village. So they salvage yeah, everything the they can. Village. They get to the village, the pygmy village, and that's when they're like, "Oh my god, it was a massacre." Mm-hmm. And yeah, so I and they find a villager half sticking out of an anaconda. That's right. <laughs> so that now they're like, okay, we're gonna make up this. Yeah, they're gonna make a boat. Mm-hmm. They find like a stone with the orchid engraved on it, and they're like, oh my god. Oh, I thought for some reason it was like a petrified version of the of Mm-mm. the orchid itself. Just a carving. Okay. So but they then, found the carving. They're like, hey. But then that's it. when, because uh, Bill, the deep voice boat guy, was like, Bill. I've never seen anyone that big before. Like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah. And then they realize that the anacondas are eating the blood orchid, making them live longer and making them way more massive. And then this was, I had this, uh, I'm thinking, this is where the snake orgy is going to be. Yeah. It's going to be at where all the flowers are, of course. And they literally say snake orgy. Do they actually? I just made that up, but I didn't realize they say I'm snake pre- orgy. I'm pretty sure Cole says snake orgy. Nobody's looking for food. I know. Like Nobody's no hungry. Food. And yeah, no one's mentioned, I'm starving. I need food. No one's, no one's getting hangry. Uh, yeah, what are they? What are they drinking? Like mm-hmm. they have nothing. Yeah, and they all look fine. Yeah, how you like? I'm after like, thirty six hours no food. I'm like, I'm gonna murder somebody. Yeah, yeah. After six hours without food, oh, I say thirty six like yeah. I do it normally. I don't normally, but I'm <laughs> saying if I were starving in the forest, yeah. I'd be like looking at somebody else in the pool. Hey, you, you look like a chicken wing. Yeah, you look pretty good. <laughs> Um, and then I made a note. Oh, look, Gail stopped complaining. Well, because. Uh, <laughs> She's building a raft. Jack, that piece of garbage. Yeah, Jack's a bad guy now. Throws the spider because like they're On like we're not Gordon. going. Yeah, because we're not we're not going and like boom bites him, paralyzes him. Then Jack's the boat. Jack Jack's the boat mm-hmm. from everybody. Dick move. And then Gordon gets eaten by an anaconda. Then they end up burning the place down. So I love this. They're going bushwhacking in the dark to catch. They're like we can get to the boat. And I'm thinking to myself, <laughs> are they gonna swim? Ooh. Oh, yeah. And that then would Sam's, be even scarier. Sam's like. He's going to that orchid so we can we can cut across and get him and get the raft. Like he's on a boat 
with the current going for him. You guys are bushwhacking. You think you're going to cut him off at the same amount of time? In the dark. Okay. In the dark with torches. And it's ra- it was raining too, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. How do torch- I don't even understand how torches work in the, in the rain. How'd Cole get so far behind? Oh, because they're in that cave. Oh, yeah. And then... Yeah, Cole, he hears something and just stops and looks around and everyone keeps going. They and then just he get, leave him. Yeah. And then he gets lost. Tran comes to like save Cole, but then gets eaten by an anaconda. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, man. Oh, and then Sam. Take Gale. Take Gale. Sam chops the head of the anaconda clean In off. one fell swoop. Yep. One one swipe yeah. of, of a machete. Yeah clean off. I'm like, no, that you would have had to hack that thing off. Yeah. They're not like, made how of, sharp not, is that thing? Especially made after, of jello. No, especially after bushwhacking all day, you that to, thing would have been dull things. as fuck. So that was unbelievable. Yeah. But on the bright side, that was the most real looking anaconda that we have seen. Mm-hmm. And then another one gets coal. Oh so yeah. Gets, by the eaten. backpack. Oh yeah. And then it's wrapping him up and then they kill that one and he gets dropped down and he's like, oh my God. Bill kills it with a throwing knife. Yeah, that same <laughs> knife that he killed the crocodile with. And he throws it from like 15 feet away, yeah. upwards too, and mm-hmm. stabs it in the bottom of the neck. Yep. Jack finds the orchid. He makes Sam go and fill up the backpack. And then she is like freaking out on the log and it's starting to fall. And she's screaming bloody <laughs> murder. And he's yelling at her too. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. Do you want to get eaten? Like, shut up. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure not all the snakes are going to be banging at once. They're going to be waiting their damn turn. Yeah, there's be a couple of them that are watching. Yeah. Jerking and then, off. Yeah, and then the, the ones that are finished and letting someone else take their turn, they're hungry. Yeah, they're hungry. They're resting. They're probably looking up. They're like, hey, there's people up there. Mm-hmm. That's food. Yeah, and then Jack starts shooting the gun. He shot Bill in the arm. That's one shot. And then he did another shot to, like, scare Sam into filling up the blood orchid backpack. So he has four shots left. And I was going to say disassemble, disarm. After they disarm Jack, they don't even bother with the gun. No. Like, there's four shots in it, and they're like, it doesn't exist now. They could use it to kill a couple snakes. Yeah. So at the end of, the, at the end of that last scene, they shoot a flare into the snake, right? Oh, yeah, they shoot... Oh, oh! Er- a, a can of gasoline gets spilled. Yeah, because the snake bites it. And tumbles away. So there's gas. It's just gas. Mm-hmm. It's not dynamite. It's not explosive. Yeah. A little bit of gas gets mixed in with the water. Mm-hmm. The flare hits the snake. The snake hits the snakes down below. Huge explosion. Explosion. And then Jack goes to grab the orchids, gets bitten by the stone spider, falls into the anacondas. He's dead, too. Thank God. Yeah. But I just I love how I, I, ugh, it's like a cartoon. <laughs> how it's like, how gratuitous it? the explosions are yeah, in this it's movie. It's like a Michael Bay movie. Yeah. Except those ones kind of make sense because they're dealing with cars going a million miles an hour and exploding. Yeah. So then the final scene of the movie, they're on the raft, they're floating oh, yeah. down to the city, and Bill's like I know a shortcut. And they're all like, no! No! Ha, 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 ha. Yeah. Shoulder punches. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then I also thought, 
Um, my last note of this movie was when Jack was on the raft going to the orchid, he made a call and he was like, we went over a waterfall. I'm, I haven't seen anyone since. I think I'm the last survivor. Mm-hmm. Where the fuck is that phone? <laughs> oh, yeah. Might have been in that backpack. Yeah. Oh, maybe. So they didn't get away with any orchids, did they? Nope. What a fucking waste. What a waste. I know. At least grab one. See, uh, for all the lives lost. A sensible choice. And this is this is exactly why greed is bad. Yeah. Because right at the beginning, the, the company, that company could have been like, there must have been one person at that company that said, hey, this isn't a great idea. Mm-hmm. I know you guys want this now. I know you want to make millions and billions of dollars. But Let's how about seven years. we just be smart yeah. and plan for seven years? Mm-hmm. You know, because it's going to come back. We know it's going to come back. And he's yeah. like, well, maybe it won't. Well, maybe maybe it won't then. Yeah. Don't you, like, how, there's no proof that it's even there. Yeah. They just know of it. It's a pipe dream. Yeah. Stupid idiot. I feel like they could have saved a lot of lives just with one guy going, mm, hold mm. on. No. Bad uh, idea. Not a good idea there, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was Anacondas. Not as good as the first one. No. Didn't have the first one was more like logical, at least. Yeah, it made a little more sense. Yeah, it was a gigantic snake. It looked over a little more real. The story, because like, what were they in the jungle for in the first one? Documentary. Oh, that's right. See, that makes more sense. We're just doing a documentary in the jungle. Cool, easy story. Yeah. Not this made up, fabricated, magical, fucking life giving flower. (sighs) Yeah. Now, what do you rate this? Um. I will rate this two <laughs> terrified capuchin monkeys out of 12 blood orchids. Hmm. Because mm, the scenery was nice. Like, it made me, like, watching it, it made me feel like, did they shoot on location? Did they shoot somewhere similar? Probably similar. Because it's it's not as if they did that with like effects and they were in a studio in California. Yeah. Um yeah, it didn't look green screen. No. I must probably the same place they shoot like ramp the ramp some of the Rambo movies, mm-hmm. Hot Shots Part Duh. Yeah, Any, Predator. Anything to do with Vietnam. Yeah. They've got some place. Yeah. That could be the Florida Everglades for all we know. That's true. Small Florida's crazy. <laughs> Yeah. I'm going to score this. Hmm. $50,000 pharmaceutical dollars mm. out of 10 million pharmaceutical doll hairs. Doll hairs. <laughs> it's a horrible rating. I couldn't think of anything. Yeah, same thing. Like the scenery was okay, the mm. cinematography was all right. But the characters were unlikable. Mm-hmm. The story was stupid. Mm-hmm. We didn't get any depth to anybody or anything, really. Nope. It moved way too fast. It moved too fast in the beginning and then just like, and this jungle for the rest of the story. I'm yeah. Like, you could have you taken us on the ride to get there, Yeah, I think. And it would have made the story more enjoyable because we would have got a chance to know the characters. Mm-hmm. Give us the first 25 minutes of the movie, them pre-planning their trip getting their shit together, organizing their team. Do it like, you know, Fast and the Furious. We need a team. Yeah. Get your team together. Introduce us to the team. Maybe maybe show us the flight there. Or even Some like... conversation back and forth. Like how they did Six Underground, introducing yeah. all the team members. Yeah, they're not as badass. And no. I'm sure the director probably kicking himself like, oh, I should have done it like that. Yeah. 
And not everybody can be six underground. All right. Time for the next Learning movie draw. Gotti? Yep. Like John Gotti with John Travolta? Yes. Yes. Pretty sure it got 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. And yeah. John Travolta is just. And Gotti's family. I was, Kay, I was reading about this recently. I don't know why. I just ran, I click random like celebrity links on Facebook because I'm a boomer. Um, Go see what they're up to. And like John Gotti's family like hated this movie. Because it was, I, I turned it on. I watched the first minute of it and I was like, nope, got to put it on the list. Because it, uh, yeah, John Travolta has done some disappointing things. And this is going to be one of them, I think. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. I'm excited. Oh. Well, everybody, that was uh, Anaconda's Hunt for the Blood Orchid. Hunt for Perennia Immortalis. Yes. Find us on uh, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. Follow us, Real Garbage Podcast. Mm-hmm. We have new episodes every week, unless one of us is sick. Yeah. But I feel pretty good about that now. So we'll see you next week, everybody. Bye. Bye. This is Real Garbage. 